Strike a Chord, Music Chit Chat with your host, Valentino Kikowski. Welcome to Strike a Chord. On this episode, we have Misag Zamoni. Welcome, Misag. Misag is a multi instrumentalist, awesome talent, a number of instruments he plays. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on, Misag. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure <laughs> to be here. Thanks for having me. Pleasure's all ours. Okay. Now, Three years old, three or four years old he was when you started playing, yeah? Yes, I think. And I don't remember it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the first instrument that you had a love for? What, was, what, what started you on your journey? I think it was Tombak, okay, which is a Persian darbuka. And yeah, it started with that. And my motivation was just to accompany my dad while he's playing violin. Oh, that was the yes. what, that's right, he was a violin player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he in a big orchestra or was he doing just the the weddings or things like that or no. private functions? Yeah. Neither. It was just a family orchestra. Oh, just a family <laughs> orchestra. <laughs> Even <Yeah>. better. <laughs> yeah, just for not a party kind of a thing yeah, and not yeah. the orchestra uh, because my dad was playing Persian traditional yeah. um, music. Uh, just a normal gathering, family gatherings, yeah. And that's how you start. That's how you start. Yes. yes. Um, when you started your musical journey and, and you, 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 you started playing, was it something that was going to be there all the time? Or was it something that you, when you grew older, you sort of like, you thought maybe this is not on what I'm going to do? Or was it always something that I'm going to be a musician and that's it, you know? Um, I never thought that if I'm going to stop the okay. music anytime, yeah, and maybe by the time I had a uh, little thought about it, maybe it was late already, and okay. was it, maybe, <laughs> yeah. But I no, I never thought about it. Yeah. yeah, because sometimes you know when you get older, especially in your teenage years, you know maybe you look at you know the different kids and playing sport, maybe soccer or football oh, or tennis or this and that. Sometimes, you know, kids, uh, especially that from a young age with, with playing with music, you know, they look at something else and think, oh, maybe I want to change a little bit now. And that's mm -hmm. why I'll ask you the question, or was it always music, you know? Because I know I, I come from a musical back background as well, and my father was a musician. And I also started playing at the age of three, and mm. it was always instilled in me that I'm going to be a musician, you know. But sometimes you see these, you know, other kids playing, you know, sport or doing this or doing that. You want to venture out, um, and that's why I ask you the question. Whereas yeah. for for me, it was it was always music, you know. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I think my childhood or maybe a teenage. Um, time. I think I was the most boring kid <laughs> that <laughs> I was always like at home. Maybe I was just always on yeah. the instruments, yeah. And even uh, I, I never compared myself, or I wasn't looking at other friends like going out, you know, okay. uh, or doing. I was like, that's not type of a fun that I would like to have. So okay. I rather to stay at home and so you, do you other stuff. Really, that was music, and that was it. It was committed, and that was it. Music and maybe some other stuff as well, but whatever inside, the, like at home. Okay, yeah, so you're right. very a very homely person. You were yeah, exactly, exactly. Very family orientated, yeah. Exactly, that's right. Yeah. Um, you're a virtuoso pianist. Yeah, that's right. Yep. When did the piano come into the picture? When was it that you thought, 
the piano is going to be one of my main mm. things and I'm going to become a virtuoso. Did, did, was it planned sort of, or was it, did, it, did you sort of like go into it accidentally or how, how did that start? What was the, yeah. what was the journey there? Uh, it's very funny story that uh, because I was so passionate about all kind of a musical instruments and I was seeing one single instrument. I wanted to keep it and I was, I was like crazy about music mm -hmm. And one day I just come back from school. So uh, my only motivation to come back home from school, I was actually doing music. Okay. One day I just come back from school and I, I couldn't find any instrument at home. And then I was like, oh, where's my sand tour? Oh, where's my Your uh, tone bag? <laughs> Where are those? And I realized my dad actually um, packed them and hide them and asked me to, you have to learn something academic. Ah, uh, because okay. I was playing by ears, mostly like okay. when I started. Yep. Uh, I couldn't read music. You have uh, to be a. Uh, you have to learn to be a literate music that's musician. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And I remember when I went for my first lesson or first couple of lesson of my sand tour, mm -hmm. which looked like a canoe. Yeah, sand yep. Yeah. And um, I got kicked out from the class by the teacher actually because it was a group class and then everyone was actually trying to learn note by note. But and you were I, I, I was like, yeah, and then, oh, <laughs> I know this song. I don't need a note so I can play it. And then I was just disturbing others. <laughs> That's why yeah, my dad told me, yeah, you have to pick an instrument and do it properly. And do it end to end. Exactly. That's why I decided to have piano as my main instrument. Yeah. So, with the piano, you you were classically trained. That's yeah? right. But being from a Persian background, there's some really rich music there, right? Yep. Did you think about expanding? Well, at, at, when you started learning, did you sort of plan on putting the piano in the, the Persian music, or how would you how would mm. you combine it? With with what you know up until then, did you did you start doing that, or was it just classical, and classical for a few years, and then you sort of like that's right, yeah. I was a very fanatic classical pianist. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was like getting mad that if someone asked me, "All right, play something Persian," yeah. or like, okay, do something like do something happy, and we can just you know <laughs> clap. We want to make that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like. Oh, no, no, no way. And then when I, when I was just playing piano, I could hear some noise at the background. I was like, everyone, you have to stop. You have to respect the music. Yeah, and I okay. was like that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think it was um, at the time of one of, uh, one of the teachers I just took some lesson from. Uh, he was actually an um, amazing classical pianist. And he, as a Persian pianist, he has started uh, doing this, like uh, composing some Persian um, musics, Persian pieces, but uh, getting the classical techniques involved in it. Ah, okay. So that's why that was the first idea that came to my mind that how can I introduce the Persian sound? The inter interpretation. Exactly, yeah. exactly, to the like international ears. And yep. listeners, so for example, you may not be familiar with the quarter notes as mm, a, yeah, yep. how can I um, deliver that kind of a sound uh, through the uh, 
platform, like an internationally Make sound it understandable to the, to the rest exactly. of the world. Yeah. And that was the first um, initial um, idea that I thought maybe I can start doing something like that and making some medleys uh, okay. from like Persian songs, three or four of them, but get, um, putting lots of classical techniques, crazy techniques that I couldn't even play it myself. You know, yep, yep. That was the first... Um, I think move I made the yeah. first transition into that's right what you're w w yeah. what you're doing now. And now I think I was about age of seventeen. Okay. Yeah. So you at the uh, sort of like end of your teenage years. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, when did you come to Australia? In two thousand and thirteen, I was about twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a a good age to come to a new a new country because you've you're not a teenager and you've got the maturity there. That's right. What did you find the hardest musically mm -hmm. when you came to Australia? What was the hardest thing you thought, oh I'm not used to this, you know, musically? What what, what was it that you found a bit a bit hard or a bit, you know, not comfortable, you know, mm. in, in, in music? Mm. What was it? Mm. Was it the culture? Was it the venues? Was it the you know the the the, the academic level was it what was that thing that was a bit uncomfortable for you i think it was a lot of different things it wasn't only one or two mm. things um from the um classical side, like the piano side of it when i went to uh, monash university mm -hmm. for my study and i was doing piano and ensemble subjects yep. for the audition so i did some crazy amazing pieces to get into to, yeah. to get accepted for the, for the audition and for the, that's yeah. right for the en entry for yeah. my course and uh, uh, I got assessed on those uh, pieces and they were, like it was amazing and everyone was wow Misal you did well and when they were looking at my like notes and charts I was like preparing and everyone was asking did you really play this song this piece that's very difficult or that's hard and I was like yeah, why why not? Why not? But when it comes to the uh, point of theory mm -hmm. or some different other skills other than technique like sight reading or mm -hmm. the counterpoint, harmony, and then I was minus zero. So and it was th it that was foreign to you. That was something new. Yeah? Exactly. Yeah, because I focus uh, all my time on techniques okay. or something like maybe I can show off with my speed, with my techniques, uh, and this, 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 yeah. this, this. And then I realized, wow, you still I got a lot to learn. a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was really hard for me to adapt myself and I start catching up on that uh, area as well. Yeah. Uh, but again, that was very specific to university and academia um, yep. environment. Outside that, especially within the Persian community, Classical music, it's not sellable mm. at all. No one like would listen to it. <laughs> yeah, and I was very fanatic and about that. yeah, serious about the classical. And everyone was asking me, um, "We have a wedding, so why not to come to our wedding and to play?" play? I'm, I'm, no way, I'm not gonna do that. And then I think it was about it took about one or two years, and I realized no. I have to <laughs> give that up. That yeah. converted you. Exactly. Be because I, I know, and the reason I ask you this, 
and uh, that question because I know when in Europe or in 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 in, in Iran or something they have a different level, a different structure, a different level, a different perception of what a musician mm. is, or That's you know. And if you're classically trained there and you're you're at that level, you come here and the normal people that are here, they only listen to music either at a wedding or, or at a show or a concert or something and they listen mm. to something that's popular, you know? That's right. And they think, oh, you play piano. Oh, yeah, come and play, you know? Mm. But it's not like that and it's a different perception and you, you've come from, from, from a background where, you know, you, you know you, you're a, it's a musical family. Your, your dad was, you know, guiding you and everything and then you've come here and I'm going to play weddings. It's like, yeah, you know, right. what's, what's, going, what's going on, you know? And I, I understand that because I used to I used to play weddings and I I wasn't a fan of playing weddings but you get you get converted and exactly. there's beauty in that as well you know you, you you get to play different sort of music with probably different people and it's a different different dynamic um, but when you're coming from you know you're, you're playing all these instruments and you're playing you know piano at that classical level and you come here and you think no nah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play weddings you know mm. and and it's it's exactly what that that was the case that's right that's right and it's still not my hundred percent thing but I've been doing it I have to survive <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know that's it. there's a beauty in that as well yeah, you you, you do enjoy that but mm. uh, but there's also you know a, a, your own personal goal of, of where you want to be, you know, where, where, what you want to achieve, where you want you want you, you want to go, you know. Um, apart from the from the piano, mm -hmm. there's also you play the Persian flute. Yeah. Mm, yes, some kind of a flute. Some kind of a flute. Yeah. Um, give us a bit of a background about that. What is it that it, what 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 is that instrument? How 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 have you adopted that instrument? Okay, so the woodwind instruments I play is, um, I'm not very professional on the Persian nay, not mm -hmm. the actual nay, yeah. one. Yeah. But the other instrument I think you're referring to is a duduk or the duduk. balaban. Yeah. yeah. yeah the That's actually ori originally Armenian instruments. That's right. Which also Azeri and Turkish people also right. having it yep. and as a balaban, they call it. Yeah. And Kurdish people also have the same instrument. They call it Narmenei. So one ah, instrument, okay. three different names, yep. three different culture. But originally, this instrument 3,500 years old. And I believe people uh, got introduced to this instrument by Yanni in the one of the concerts that Yanni introduced in this instrument. And made it a bit more popular. Exactly, that's right. And how I got, uh, how I started playing duduk is when I was living in Turkey. I was living in Turkey for about two years. Okay. Yeah, before I come to Australia. Ah, whereabouts in Turkey? Uh, it was a small city called Nide. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I had no piano, I had no instrument. And after a couple of months, I was just getting crazy with no music. What should I do? What Getting I agitated. I? Exactly. I found a uh, music store. I went in there and then at that time, it wasn't any kind of a smartphone or um, internet data kind of thing yeah. to search and look at what is happening. So I just went into the store with the paper and pen. 
All right, what's that instrument? And yeah, you this, one, this one, this one, this one. I just made a list out of all the instruments that store was uh, that selling. That, yep. Yeah, come back home, um, YouTube, what is this instrument? All right. <laughs> and then I start listening to the sound of each instrument. Yep. And then I realized, oh, this one, like, Duduk, sounds amazing. I've heard that a lot before. Yeah, but with the quartones, no the trills and stuff. You were familiar with that. Exactly. And then I re remember, all right, that's the... Um, um, movie theme from Gladiator. It's the same instrument. Oh, yeah. oh, and lots of nostalgia. Yep. And then, all right, I said, I said, yep, that's the instrument I wanna play. I bought that instrument, and I had no idea which is the which like the which tip which and <laughs> the end exactly <laughs> the look of it. Yeah. And then it wasn't anyone to help me. Uh, it wasn't. I, I didn't know any um, doo doo player around. Uh, watching YouTube videos, how to use the read, how should I wet, like make it wet, okay. uh, what should I do? And then I was playing for one minute, two minutes, my eyes was going red and all the, the pressure. You didn't exactly. Know the technique. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, but I made it anyway. Very, yeah, very I good. Just it's, um, you're, you persisted with it. That's right. You know, yeah. you persist. You say, no, I'm going to learn this. And, and, and you persisted with it. Exactly. Which is, for any artist, you need persistence and patience, you know. So, exactly. yeah. Exactly. And it's, don't it's, get it's, not an easy, it's not an easy instrument, you yeah. know. Um, That's right. So, when, when you did all of this and, you, and you've come to Australia, you, did you continue playing? Did you play professionally here when you, when you, when you got to Australia? Because you, you started studying, right? And you're right. at, at, at Monash. But did you play gigs professionally as well or did you were you just studying and that was mm -hmm. your concentration um unfortunately because my study field changed into something completely different yeah i know about that yeah it's, yeah yeah uh, uh, it's a you, you, ultrasound and you you studying that you became a sonographer that's a right sonographer, yes yeah? yes i'm yeah. a sonographer yeah, yeah i started uh, as a I studied with science that in Monash. Mm -hmm. That that's why I was doing piano as ah, well, okay. like both. But I changed at the same time. Yes, yes. It, at it the was same like time, a so elective um, ah, subjects. Okay. I was okay. doing music. Gee, that yeah. was uh, must have been weird for you because you're doing this and then something totally different. Exactly. But the only uh, uh, benefit I've added, like doing the uh, music. I could raise my GPA a lot. You know, that, was ah, good okay. <laughs> that was an easy, smart. easy mark. Yeah. <laughs> smart. <laughs> and uh, I got into radiography, and then uh, specializing on ultrasound. And, and is that what you do during the day? Right now, yes. Okay. Yes. So that's I'm that's that's how you pay the bills. Yes, <laughs> that's right now. And. Uh, that's why I couldn't just spend a lot of good time on, ju on, just, on just doing music. music, yeah. And especially when I realized there is no um, classical musician around yeah. to collaborate with, or okay. uh, because I was just very uh, limited within some um, Persian communities as well, uh, uh, some friends around, I couldn't actually go out and explore more. Mm. That's why uh, it, it wasn't any kind of a competition for me to progress. Uh, I was just playing at friends' house, yeah, you know, yeah. gatherings, these yeah. kind of things, but and teaching. 
and 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 that's what I was gonna say. You you've got the option. You, it's hard to be a full time musician here mm. in Australia that's at true. least. Um, so you need to either either be a teacher, a music teacher, if you if you're you know if you're heading towards that that journey, mm-hmm. um, or do something else during the day to to pay the bills. Sometimes it's very hard, as as you know, and I think it, all, all artists here as well know. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's right. Yeah, it, it's sometimes it it helps. Like you know, you might go into another field, but it might it might help the music, or your music might benefit from another field. You know, it's 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 that's just the way a lot of the musicians and artists live here as well. You know, yeah. um, but it 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 didn't take away the passion, right? That's right. Yeah. If anything, it probably made it more. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 During the day you're working as a sonographer mm. or whatever it is, did you have days where you couldn't wait to get home to play some some music? Absolutely, two hundred percent. Is that yeah. still the case? Is that exactly, exactly, exactly. See, so the passion is still there, and you still want to get home. You still want to practice. You and still even sometimes, I, I I think that maybe I do this job for another couple of more years and maybe I just sponsor myself on music yeah. and you, you know, give it and a crack. focus more exactly yeah, on the music. You, you give it a crack 100% on the music. That's which, right. Which, yeah. is, which is smart to do and, and you know, it's it, you can get back into sonography when, whenever you want really. You exactly, so, exactly. And that's a, that, that's a, that's a clever, um, that's a clever ambition. The, the thing with music is that uh, you always need to work on it. That's yeah. all I find. I always need to rehearse. I always need to work, and that also takes up a lot of a lot of time, you know. Um, and if you're working full time during the day, sometimes it's very hard to find the energy when you come home. Yes, you know, yeah. you either have to switch off a few things in your head and and then sit down and say, "All right, hang on, now I'm going to start rehearsing." Mm. It doesn't happen every day. Do you do you find that? Um. Or is even, it every even, day? even if I find the time to do it, I might just be exhausted. Yeah. You know, I just want to play something and just disconnect, from, disconnect. detach from yeah. the world. And it's not an actual rehearsal or practice. It's just no. something just to switch off. Exactly. Yeah. And there's lots of things in my mind just going around. That's why uh, I'm not really happy about it. And I can see I lost skills. Mm since I came to Australia and I couldn't like practice as much as I could practice yeah. back in Iran. Like I was practicing six hours, seven hours a day, easy, normal. Yeah. But here, nah. Yeah, okay. it's, it, it's hard. And that plays with your mind too, you know. Am I, am I still good enough, you know. You think, am I yes. still good enough? Am I, you know, can I actually, if, if I was to do a show in a month's time or next week or do a gig, Am I going to be able to do it because I haven't spent all this time? You know, mm. then you start to doubt yourself. You know, and now even I started comparing myself with the friend that we started p- doing piano together, but he just kept continuing and he's amazing. Yeah, and then I look at like his videos. Ah, lucky him. Yeah, like, he plays like with him. your mind. Yeah, yeah, you think, exactly. Oh, you know, you know, you, you, you know, you, you wish him all the best, but you feel that you've, you know, maybe you've you've lost a bit of that. That's right. You know. But sometimes um, you don't have a choice, and sometimes you just got to work with what you've got. Exactly. Um, I think I'm, I myself. I've I've been into different, um, you know, different areas. You know, which wasn't music to you know obviously obviously support families and mortgages and stuff like that. And I I had the same feeling. You know, you see these people they're playing. You know, that's right. But you're getting up 
again tomorrow at six o'clock in the morning and you're going to work and you're coming back and yeah. you know you're 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 fighting the good fight, you know. But your the passion's always there and I think it's it, I wanna know what stimulates you, what makes you come home and then go and, and play either the piano or whatever it is that you play. How do you how do you inspire yourself? Um after you've come back from work or, or in general j during the weekends or anything when you get to play a, a, an instrument, how do you inspire yourself? How do you, mm. how does Misa say, all right, now I'm going to go and play? Because you can't just go and play, you know. You have to inspire right. yourself. How does that happen? Um, first of all, uh, just maybe for the last two, three years, I started listening to all kind of a musics okay. and get an idea all right how how to make the sound of this this that 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 and always music just playing at the background whatever okay. i'm doing yeah subliminal it's exactly it, unconsciously it's, it's it's getting fed that's right <laughs> and i hear something i realize oh okay why not i use that in my own music okay. when i listen to something i just quickly save it all right i, I want to make that what kind numbers, of what minutes and <laughs> that's right all right i want make this sound in my own on my own style like combine it how that happened so i want to go home and it just put it on my uh, on the piano or the, on the computer my software or something and experiment let's see yeah exactly okay. it's mostly most of the songs are actually maybe i've done so far they they were all just experimentally yeah. uh, it wasn't intentionally composing or doing that music okay. for a purpose i just started to um trying some of my sound samples yeah. or like the uh combining two different instruments to see how does it sound like mm -hmm. and then i ended up with something i said that's nice why not publish it yeah <laughs> and and it's good that you that you delved into this because i was going to ask you about the composition and arranging mm -hmm. and when that when that happens and when you m mix these instruments is it always uh, what you expect or sometimes you think um, this is not n not quite right, or is it more of the times? Yeah, it's what I expect. You know, when when you start putting these things together, when you start blending. Mm. Uh, no, never, <laughs> uh, never is like it's I get what, what expect. I expect. Yeah, but uh, that, but all the time I get surprised that all yeah. right, I wasn't expecting this, but, but that sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, yeah not yeah. that bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and. Uh, and and never uh, satisfies me actually. You know, I'm thinking like I can hear all the sounds in my mind like with this level of quality. Yeah. But whatever I do, I can achieve that. And then I get, uh, uh, you get a bit, so bit disappointed yeah. sometimes. You think, why can't I get exactly? But. And when I come back to the same song about after a month or two, I realize, yeah. no, sounds good. So not it's not bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have those uh, journeys as well. You think, oh, it's not going to work. Then you let it go. And you, sometimes, I know, uh, last week I, I listened to something I recorded two, three years ago. Hmm. And I thought, back then I thought, nah, this is, this is rubbish. I listen to it now and I think, actually, that's, that's quite good. I'll just pick that, that, and that, and that, hmm. and I'll, something else together uh, add right. to it it's it's funny your, your perception at that point in time you know sometimes you're in a different space in different headspace and you're listening to something different and your perception is going to be different whereas 
maybe a week later or a year later, you listen to something totally different and then maybe that comes back and you think, oh, that's, that, that sounds okay, you know, and then you work with it. And that's, that's all the part, part of the musical journey, you know, that's all part of that, exactly. that, that journey, you know. That's right. Um, your, your, your father was a violin player. That's right. Did you ever play the violin? Yes. Yeah? Yes. And you play the violin now? As well? Yes, but not professionally to perform. So I use in my recordings. Okay. Yeah, okay. But not that. Because I know I've heard it and that's why I'm asking you. Oh. <laughs> you know, so, and I, I hear, I hear those, those quarter tones and I hear those, those, um, mm. those influences, which, which, which I love, you know, and, and I think, you know, there's no other way of, of sort of like interpreting that unless you actually grab and try and play the instrument, you know. Mm. Now, violin is not an easy instrument. Right, not at all. Um, when did you start playing the violin? Was it still at a at a young age, or was it later on? Uh, like, I would say, uh, violin. I think it was one of the first instruments I decided to start learning it academically. Maybe yep. like when I was uh, about the age of eight, nine, okay. I think. And I just took one month lesson, lesson like one okay. month, two months, something like that. But at that time, again, I, I haven't had that maturity or something mm. you know, to stick to it. I just gave up. And uh, when I came to Australia, and my parent was coming here to visit me, I, I thought, all right, maybe I'll just buy a violin for my dad. Okay. And while he's here, we can just do some performance. Yes. And... That uh, it was, so now I have a violin. So my dad just uh, back Iran. Yeah, and, and then right, what should I do with that? Yeah, like why not to start practicing again? Yeah. Staying there for nothing, might, might as well just start playing it again. Exactly. So that's the newfound love. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Violin's a beautiful instrument. Mm. Um, I know because I know a lot of violin players. They start playing when they're like four or five years old, you know, mm. and they they do it for the rest of their lives, you know, but. Mm. You know, it's good that you 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 took it on again. You know, because it's 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 a beautiful instrument. You exactly. Know? Um, with your projects at the moment, and and I know you've got a, a lot a, a lot of projects and a lot of arrangements, and the, the you know it's it's quite it sounds quite complex. Mm -hmm. Is it? And I've seen some of your, your your YouTube clips. You've got everything you're doing yourself, you know. That's true. Is there a plan to play these things live? And if so, how would you interpret that? That's true. That's another thing that actually makes me to come home after work quickly and work on this. That I'm trying to find a good way to compose some uh, pieces that I can actually um, use multiple instruments mm -hmm. and play them live. Yep. But I have to somehow make a kind of a sequence or something, give it a little bit of a time in between to switch between instruments and yep. how to do it. Um, <coughs> I was thinking of doing the looping kind yep. of a thing as well. Yep. There's nothing wrong with looping. The, exactly. There's nothing wrong with looping. You're playing it and you're looping it, right? That's right, so yeah. This is what I was sometimes. exactly. This is what I was thinking of doing it, and I start practicing on the um, softwares yeah. and how to do it. Uh, it's okay. It's doable, but 
still my brain won't uh, just start making lots of melodies, lots of chords and harmonies. So You're I going cannot into recording it. mode. Not yeah, into performing exactly, mode, into recording exactly. mode. Yeah. I cannot fit it in a, like four measures oh, or yeah. eight measures of the looping. I, I want more out of it. Yeah. You know, I, I think a lot, I think complex. Yeah. But now these days, music are going more towards the simplicity. They want yeah. just that kind of a very minimal That's uh, right. kind of a thing. I still have to, I'm still trying to adapt to that sort of performance, yeah. live performance with and see how can I. Um, do it. Yeah. You know, that's why I have to have my laptop already pre-recorded. Just do yeah. the sequence and play the main instrument live. It's it's not easy. Even that is not easy because it's all about timing and knowing when, mm. right? Knowing when to put that's this, right. when to put that. And once it kicks off, you can't stop it, right? Live. Once exactly. it once it starts, that's it. You know. Um, and this is where you need to be quite quite precise if you're looping where. If you loop something that's not right, hmm. you, you just can't stop it in the middle and redo it. You know, that's you have right. to let, let it go. Yes. And yeah, it's it it it's it can get a bit complicated. But I think simplicity. What you mentioned before, everything everyone is going back to simplicity. Simple, hmm. keep it simple, make it sound good for whoever's listening, um, and that's that's very that's very important. That's very important. Yeah. Um, on another subject, the what. Oh, yep, right. Um, obviously, you're engaging with the BART, and the BART is um, helping you with the portfolio, the inaugural portfolio right. yep. project. Tell us a bit about that. Where where do you sit with that? And where's the journey with the BART? How, how did you guys come to be? Okay. Should I start from the very, very first time? or uh, <laughs> up, up to you. Up to you. Up to you. Okay. However you, you, you think, whatever you can, you know, remember, you know, with yeah. the what. I think it was in 2014 okay. that I uh, performed uh, at a, was it like a pol police? It, it was for the Persian New Year. Okay. It was a ceremony uh, and yep. celebration of the Persian New Year that um, they organize that kind of a celebrity for not celebrity <laughs> celebration for um police academies uh, okay. victoria police something like that okay yeah yeah, yeah. and i performed deaf persian ah, drum there. okay and at the same performance it was a group of um persian women choir group uh -huh. yeah that one of them is actually was in contact with the bot Ah, that's where the con. That's, that's where the right. Was and the then he, uh, uh, one of those um, um, women, um, ladies actually, uh, introduced me to Boat, and they asked um, myself and my sister to do a little performance for them and just getting to know to know them uh, okay. and what they can, uh, how they can support us and what we can do. And we did one performance. It was like great uh, feedback, and uh, we had like lots of communication in contact, like oh, what to do next, what to do next. And it got to the COVID. Yeah, and, and that all of yeah. that stuff happened. And the next big good performance started in April, second of April. That both organized the performance in uh, Melbourne Recital Center. Okay. Yep. And we had an hour 
to uh, perform and it was myself, my sister, Marjan, and another friend of mine, Reza Kashi, that who plays the Persian plucked strings um, instruments okay. like oud, tar, setar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in that performance, uh, I was actually first started introducing, like changing between instruments at the same time in one song and yeah. that kind of a show making yeah. the that, uh, yeah. that dynamic exactly yeah. and that was the first experimental performance for me as well and i realized all right now that sounds good and, and it, it's it, doable and it works. <laughs> exactly i have to do more of it and i think from april now everything just more bang 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 and back to into back place. exactly the portfolio i started yep. the other like la mama and all the other performances but Thank to Boat that all coming like it's all, all happens and through all the happening. Board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so now with with uh, the portfolio, portfolio, obviously you've got a showcase and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you planning on performing? Are you going to do the same sort of thing where you just change instruments, or are you going to be something? It's going to be something totally different. Um, with the showcases. Um, the one I did, the first one I did, I think it was about a month ago. Uh, I was uh, I was introducing the one man band okay. kind of thing. Yeah, so it was myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I switched instruments, but I I tried to introduce different instruments, yep. different musical instruments by themselves. That's it. And some with the um, backing track yep. uh, with the laptop, and also try to involve um, other um, other idea. Like, for example, let's say if Mozart was born in Iran, ah, okay. yeah, how if would compose okay. this uh, music? Yeah, and yeah, then I was yeah. playing a di- the a different outlook. Yeah, that's right. And then I played that um, specific song in a. Uh, Middle Eastern way, yeah. you know. This is yeah. I wanted to get a feedback cool. to get a feedback to see how people react to that. But I I was told uh, for this next showcase, which is going to be on October sixth and seventh, mm-hmm. uh, I was told maybe make a band for that one as well. Ah, okay. So on seventh of no- uh, October, uh, I'm going to perform as a band, so with other four musicians. Yeah, and is that exciting? Yes, yes. It it's a bit more less. Stre- it's less stressful because exactly. you don't have to play everything, right? Exactly, and exactly. But the arrangements are different too. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, what are the other the other members? Yeah, the other members are still uh, Reza Kashi who plays oud, oud tar. Yeah, and there is another. Um, so Negar is another. Um, musician who plays Kamanche. Ah, uh, Kamanche. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> she's actually the, yeah, and she's actually a singer as well for the band. So Kamanche is a, a vocal a, a great and a Kamanche. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. And the other musician for this performance is Farid, who plays Daf. Ah, okay. The Persian drum. The yeah. The frame. Big, uh, yeah. Frame, frame. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And, yeah, four of us and actually. You. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. Are you, f- are, are you, Excited when you get to play in a band? 
Like does that because it's a different oh, yes. dynamic. Exactly, right? exactly, exactly. In in a band as a as a band, uh, when someone starts playing something, it you like it drags you, it yeah. drags you to join. All yeah. right, and then I join, and then second person, fourth, and then we all improvise on something yeah. that we never done before Magic and happens. sounds amazing exactly Magic happens. exactly yeah, it's always good to play you know different dynamics mm. sometimes it's good to play a solo too only to to keep up your your technique and to see how you know That's right. it's it's very good discipline you know exactly but it's good to have fun in a band too you know just to get get there and play mm. and improvise as you said and just see what happens, you know. See, see the, see That's the magic, right. you and know? sound amazing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, it, it's a very different platform, you know. When you're with a band, it's a different um, things, and and you know, we're not all robots, and mm. we're not all perfect. Sometimes when you do a mistake, someone can cover for you, and then you can cover That's for right. them. And the dynamics. The, yeah, uh, the dynamics. and Improvisation. You know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And some things that you rehearse, you know, in rehearsal, sometimes they don't, they're not like that when it's live, you know. Something else happens. Definitely. So you need to expect Definitely. that. And that's that's part of the beauty about playing, you know, with different musicians. That's right. Whereas if you're playing solo, sometimes it's the same thing that you rehearse and you're playing and that's it, you mm. know. But there's a, there's a challenge in that too where you, there's no one else there to cover, to cover. So <laughs> that's yeah, right. You're, yeah. you're, you're, there's no safety net. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, what's the future for me, Sag? What, what do you, what do you plan on doing? Do you plan on um, releasing an album? Do you plan on doing recording, or do you plan on doing more projects mm -hmm. live, or what are the next steps? Yeah. Um. From now, definitely, definitely, I'm going to focus more on composition. Okay. I was maybe doing lots of covers and like performances, but now I just want to focus more on composition and but uh with with a purpose. So for example, if I want to make an album or something, it it has to be a story or something behind it. Okay. All right. If I want to uh, compose an album just piano solo it has to be have, have a purpose mm. for it so the next thing that I'm um, thinking of doing it I think it's a sounds very big project and I don't know how much of it I can achieve but uh, I'm thinking of um, combining or maybe getting all kind of a traditional musics or even like getting flamenco with Indian music mm. involved and uh, Middle Eastern, uh, all, all these kind of things and start composing different songs. Div diversifying just... That's yeah. right. That's right. And call it our home. Yeah. yeah interesting. Something like that. Yeah. So... Just put all the cultures into a... That's right. A, because a if you look uh, every ethni ethnicity, they have a specific song for mm. their country for something yeah. like that they yeah. call it or for example in iran we've got lots of songs just called iran yeah. so yeah armenians have lots of songs uh armenia or the yeah. beauty of armenia this yeah but now i want to compose something that everyone can call it our home like yeah. our Very country clever. our Very, land yeah, yeah something and like that's that. um that'll that'll it'll relate to everyone exactly yeah 
Oh, well done. Well done, exactly. Isaac. Um, look, wish you all the very best. Um, you. You've, yeah, I think you're going to go a, a very long way, especially with, with your talent. Um, and I want to, you know, thank you for coming on the podcast as well. Thanks for having me. Uh, it was so an amazing. absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, and and hopefully maybe maybe we'll we'll we'll, re we'll you know either record or play together one day. You know, definitely. <laughs> Why not? Um, and then sure. you know. You will see how things happen because with all that melting pot and all the things that you want to do, um, by all means, you know, I'll be happy to, to be part of it and, you know, we'll take it from there. But Perfect. thank you once again. Thanks for being on the podcast and, um, yeah, wish you all the very best. Amazing. Thank you so much. No Thanks worries. for your time. Thank you. Too. And um, I just want to, a big thank you to the Yesterday Revival, um, the production team, Cake Eclipse for these beautiful uh, cakes. And, um, until the next podcast, thank you very much. And um, we're going to hear a bit from Misag as well. Just thank you, everyone, every single person. Bot, actually. And the bot yeah, as well, yes. And the bot <laughs> as well, definitely, definitely for their support. And uh, I don't know, hopefully we're going to do lots of more works. Yes, uh, more work, more, more lots music. Lots of more things from <laughs> us. More music. Okay, definitely. <laughs> Thanks definitely. once again. Hope you enjoyed the Strike Accord podcast. Be sure to visit valentinoflamenco.com to access more podcast episodes, news, and other projects that I'm currently working on. Thanks for listening and watching.